and welcome to Scale Your Sales podcast, listed in 2020 as number eight of 42 best podcasts for every sales professional. I am your host, Janice B. Gordon, the customer growth expert and author of Business Evolution, Creating Growth in a Rapidly Changing World. I created Scale Your Sales Framework to develop leading edge capabilities to secure, retain and grow key customer relationships for long-term value and partnership. Join me each week to learn from amazing B2B sales and business experts and influencers. Tune in for actionable insights and strategies. Are you ready to scale your sales? My next guest is co-founder and CEO of Lately. Lately is the only social media management platform that creates content for you with the power of AI. Welcome to Scale Your Sales podcast, Kate Bradley Chernis. Thank you so much, Janice. It's a pleasure. <laughs> We've already had fun and we haven't even started. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So I am really keen to find out about your rock star lifestyle. Tell me more about this. Right. I, I'm a recovering rock and roll DJ, as they say. So I, I, I did have a former career um, in radio, right? Remember radio people? <laughs> <laughs> my last gig was broadcasting to 20 million listeners a day for XM Satellite Radio, which was a, a wild ride. It's where I, I met my husband, actually, because his band was our favorite band of the year. So kind of a job hazard. You know, I used to date all the musicians coming through. <laughs> I found a good one. <laughs> Thank God. But um, yeah, and, and what was interesting about that career, Janice, was um, I was really lucky to come up in a kind of radio where for the most part, we were still not at XM, but, but elsewhere, we were live. Um, so I had the idea, the understanding of live radio, which is really stressful, actually, because you're trying to get we, we used to pick our own music also, which is a different thing. Yeah. So you're trying to get everything up hot on time, just like being in a kitchen. I was also a line cook in another life. Um, and that that idea of the 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 magic of things coming together in that moment, segues, um, you know, pushing the buttons, all the things, but leaving uh, leaving the magic, leaving the mistakes as yeah. part of it celebrating the mistakes you know making it human that's what live is right right yeah. we were just doing that yeah. me and you yeah yeah right? absolutely and, and that's that's what um i've learned and and i'm sure you've learned this as well this is what human connection is all about yeah. you, you don't want me to sit here and just ravel off a straight line of things i'm reading to you right like yeah. like nobody like you know when we call when we call customer service and that's what they're doing you can yeah. tell when they're reading the script and you just want to like stick a fork in someone's eyeballs um you want all of the zaniness that comes comes with it right so that was one of the best things i learned about radio and the theater of the mind mm. right so mm. just so for people don't know what that that means that's the in reading and in radio you have to participate as a listener or a reader to help fill in the blanks with your imagination Right. So TV is for the mindless, they say. Radio is for the <laughs> the imagination. Yeah. Um, and I love that aspect. I like that work is required, which is I don't think most people do, Janice. Most mm. people in general <laughs> want to push a button and walk away. But it's interesting is that, isn't it, really? I yeah. wonder if they want to push a button and walk away because they haven't found the right button. 
you know they're not yeah. really in their the right slip scheme because when you're in flow when you absolutely you don't want to keep stop pushing the button <laughs> you know it's energizing to push the button really so nice. I think a lot of people are doing the wrong job yes for sure and mm. that's tough because we've all been in that place where you feel stuck I, I personally was until it, it, I was incapacitated by the stress of it actually and my body forced me to recognize um, these words. I love my three favorite words. Are you ready? Yeah. This isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Once you admit that, it's like the you've given yourself the permission to change the channel. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's easier to change once you admit it. Yes. And, you know, it's almost like the universe is sending you. It's like, that's a relief, right? I've been telling her, finally, she's listening yes. to me. And now the universe is sending you all this great stuff. It's true. When you open that door, all the doors open. It's like you've set this ball in, in motion and you, you've got to lean into it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's so wisdom me, comes. comes tell wisdom. me about leaning into lately then. So that was a oh. door that opened and all of the things came flooding in. Right. So, so I, I've, I've always needed some catalysts in my life to, to help me make that change more, more or less, you know, and, and in Lately's case, um, it was um, a friend, Steve, Steve Blood was a friend that I met through other friends. And he's my co-founder now. And, and he was a serial entrepreneur and a venture, a venture uh, angel. Um, and he knew this world, I didn't know it at all. And he was like, you know, these spreadsheets that you used to, to, I used to have an agency, so I, I got Walmart 130% ROI year over year with a series of spreadsheets that ended up becoming the baseline for lately. And, and Steve kept asking to see them. And I, I thought he was meddlesome. <laughs> he was harassing me. He always wanted to like see all my spreadsheets. And um, finally he was like, you know, we just need $25,000 and we can turn the spreadsheets into software and um automate what you do and i was like okay first of all don't touch my spreadsheets they're awesome <laughs> what and then twenty five thousand dollars i worked in radio janice like not really glamorous on the money front i ate ramen and and two buck chuck so that's that you know charles shaw wine i think it's now it's four dollars a bottle right <laughs> um and and uh he ended up taking the twenty five thousand dollars out of his own pocket and doing what's called a wireframe a wireframe is like a blueprint for for a web a website so you can kind of get the idea of how things function together and mm. came to my house and, and showed me and i was like oh <laughs> i get it now yeah. and i remember saying to him janice i was like he's like okay are you ready i'm gonna take you into this this venture capital world you know which i didn't know anything about and i was like oh yeah but the only rule is i have to be the boss and he laughed and he's like no problem I don't want anything to do with that because he knew Janice <laughs> he knew yeah. the, stress, the stress involved right yeah yeah so off we went wow so tell me let's take a step back and talk about the spreadsheets and how you got that 130% for Walmart what was it in the spreadsheets that did that and how did you come up with this Thanks for asking. It was a real unique project, actually. So it was it was Walmart and all of their franchises, and then the Walmart Foundation, and then United Way Worldwide and all of their 
local chapters and then um, Bank of America with their franchises and AT&T with theirs. So it was a, actually a combination of global businesses and small businesses and nonprofit and for-profit and the IRS here, here in America. So government too. So it was a very unusual combination of people. There was a, a good cause that everyone was in, uh, involved in um, and wanted to pers- participate in the marketing of, but we wanted it to be unified, of course, because consistency is what rules in marketing, you know? And so the first thing I did was I just organized everything in my own mind, for my own mind in the spreadsheets. And they became like a, like a Bible of sorts. And the content was part of the thing because everybody was creating their own press releases or their own blogs. And I was like, wow, we got we to, gotta, A, I feel like there's, this is getting wasted. Nobody even knows that all this is out there. And why don't we all use it together? And then number two, like, like let's get the message, you know, on point. So, you know, one of the things that had just recently happened then was social media. <laughs> so this is like MySpace. We were just moving away from MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old. Okay. So, so. <laughs> Awesome. So, so no one wanted to write a thousand social posts and have Walmart approve them because it would take forever. So I thought, well, let's write, let's take a blog that we already wrote. Walmart has already approved it. Let's look at each sentence and, and quote the sentences. So they are more like a movie tra- trailer, like a, a teaser into the full thing. And so if I go through this blog, I can find 40 great sentences, just massage them a little bit at a short link. And now we've got 40 social posts that we can drip feed over time right? And all of them are different, even though they're all promoting the same thing. So you get that variety, which everybody likes, right? And boom, 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 Walmart approved them because I already had. And then we could, um, I, I taught, I created this a way to disseminate the content out to all, it was about 20,000 players in the end. So um, at that time, that was a manual thing that I had done, right? Mm. Um, the way that lately works is to use artificial intelligence to do two of these things. There's two parts. There's the the automation uh, and the syndication, right? So splitting up a blog, for example, automatically and finding the quotes, whatever, and then syndicating out to hundreds or thousands of employees. But the thing that the AI does that I couldn't do on my own as a human was it studies whatever social channels you connect. And it looks at the posts that have the highest engagement and it looks for the keywords and the phrases and the sentence structures. And it builds a writing model based on what it already knows your customers want to read, hear, and watch. And it pulls the quotes based on that, Janet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's the magic. So that's how we get, um, like, we work with customers like Gary Vaynerchuk. And that gets him a 12,000% increase in engagement. Because mm. that AI is smart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great that you took a step back to actually, so it, we can clearly understand what Lately does from its source and why it's it's so exciting. Um, yeah, it's interesting you ma- mentioned Gary V, and <laughs> you know if he's all over it, then you know then that's quite an endorsement, really, isn't it? Because he has so many people uh, following him, and you know he's not going to waste time on things that aren't massively effective I mean he's larger than large really isn't he <laughs> yeah and, and you know the pillar method is is you know where he stakes his claim and this is yeah. the same idea like why waste what you've worked so hard on um so we the reason we met Gary by the way was 
when we started doing this with video clips and not to be a commercial at all. But, but you know, I, I'm constantly thinking, how can I reuse what's in front of me? So not just a blog, chapters of a book or a white paper, or a newsletter, but why not this podcast here? Yeah. Like, let's transcribe it, find the best one-liners that you or I say, and then match the video of me or you saying that and make a social post out of that, mm -hmm. right, too. And that's what tipped tip the scale with Gary. Yeah. Um, and most of our other customers as well. It's so interesting, Janice, to see, you know, what what's the spark? We talked about what what why push the button, right? That's what yeah. you, you had said. Yeah. And as a startup, you're you're constantly adjusting and learning. Um, hopefully, <laughs> right? That's that's how you how you win. And listening and watching to what people do, what what's what gets gets them excited. And you have to have the nimbleness because it changes. Times yeah. change. COVID, we saw this all, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the video was the thing that made people understand what we did because I just described it to you and that is complicated it's mm. it's convoluted I'm not good at it but suddenly I don't have to anymore I can just show you yeah. Gary V's Twitter channel and you're like oh yeah 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 I I'm really interested in you we talked a, a bit about the stress of mm. you know starting a business getting it off the ground growing it and what is the thing that you would love to offload Oh, wow. Um, being gaslit. The, the gaslighting that I endure is crippling to me. Uh, it stops my day. Yeah. And I endure it from unlikely places, sometimes externally and sometimes internally. Wow. And uh, I'm dealing with it today, you mm. know, and it's so... Gaslighting is so dangerous because I I suffered from it all, my whole career um, because my default is to run through my brain. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. Right. But I think that's the default for many women. For women, especially. it is. Yeah. Yeah. But you spend a lot of time in that space going through mm -hmm. all the things you didn't do wrong. And that's demoralizing, of yeah. course. Right. But what's more demoralizing is when you realize it wasn't you at all. No, no especially when it's from people you care about, who you like, who, who are on your team, Yeah, you know, who are in your inner circle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I often, you know, uh, the, the Scale Yourselves podcast are of, I have more than 50%. The aim is 50%. I have more than 50% women mm. and, you know, a good 20% ethnic minorities, people of color, because in business, in sales, we're the invisible, really. There isn't enough of, of us. And I really want to make sure that our voice is, is heard. So I always ask the question around diversity and people sharing their experiences. And it's interesting um, how people may, may um, answer that. But one of the things that I often uh, say to people is that Women often say, well, you don't get support from other women. And my view is that we're all brought up with the same biases that, you know, like sort of from school or parents, you know, girls should be this, boys should be that. Um, so if women are told that as well as boys are told that. So so boys will treat women in a certain way. And then we're surprised when women treat women. In a certain way. <laughs> sure. moment, we've all had the same information. Really. It's true. Yeah. You know, so, you know, a, a lot of. 
uh, it's really hard finding the support networks of people that are willing to talk about it and be open about it. And, you know, just by talking about it, I would hope that more people, whether men or women, come on side and understand. You and I will have been in situations where we've said something, we've been the owners of our own companies, and uh, if there's a man with us, the man will get spoken to, will be ignored. Yes, of course. Or we're sitting around a table, we say something, and then a man more or less says the same thing, and it's, oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Wonderful. It's like, hang on, man. Didn't I? <laughs> and you kind of, you need to, and you don't want to be the, like for me, it would be the angry black woman every time I say something, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. God, boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's but true. You don't want to be labeled, you know, you've got a chip on your shoulder and stuff. Shoulder. Actually, yeah. we need more men and women to be vocal to, because often things happen that they're not even, they don't, not even hearing themselves. They don't, they don't know, know the ramifications of it and they don't know how, how much it hurts. Yeah. And, and to your point, some, a, a, a woman friend taught me this is that it's, it's the onus of the person on top to lift others up, which means the conversation, and you just said it, the conversation can't only happen with underdogs. You have to include the white guys, yeah. right? For example, because yeah. they're, they're who we need to lift us up. Yeah. It's just what it is, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, believe me, I know, I, I say that I have a resting bitch face in writing, which is why I have to do, use a lot of emojis. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Right? Me too. But often that's a personality, like Myers Briggs. So I, yeah. read, if I'm answering it, you know, if someone tells me I'm answering it, and I read the email afterwards, and I think, oh, I haven't done the nice bit. Hello, yeah, yeah. how are you? I have to add that in second. Move the bits down. It's totally true, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Because it's like you ask me something, I'm answering the question. Why do I have to do all the niceties? But, you know, you do. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think men do that. I've been so I have to practice that with with yeah. um, investor communications, especially because they want you to be um, cool and control. You don't want to be seen as just desperate or needing the money. And so somebody taught me a good trick, which is with investor communications, generally speaking, don't use punctuation because you don't have time for that. Yeah. You don't have time for a smiley face or a hello. You're yeah. so busy. That's what you want them to perceive is you're so busy with your yeah. business. And also, weird. when you do certain things, it's like, well, a woman's doing that, then it brings in all of their biases. And if a, you know, if a man wouldn't do it, then women shouldn't do it in that investor environment because they are so biased and geared against women, perhaps. Yeah, it's think? true. Like yeah. in, in even to as you've mentioned before, women as well. Like like so, um, in in my world, female founders only have. Two um, percent of all of the venture funding. Yeah, two percent, which is yeah. amazing. Um, so that means I have to work ninety-eight percent harder than a white man. Black women aren't even on the spectrum, <laughs> yeah. there, right? That's, like they're not even. That's a negative. <laughs> it's sh it's shocking. It's yeah. shocking. Yeah. And and you hear it. There was a TED talk around this, um, which I found so fascinating. So so I'll give you an example. One of the questions that that venture capitalists, the kind of questions that they'll ask men are about how are you going to grow the business? When they'll ask me, how are you going to, how are you going to prevent churn? How are you going to prevent customers from leaving? Right? See that? The negative version. Yeah. yeah. And the onus is on me to figure out how to answer the question and turn it around and give them the growth answer. Yeah. Right? 
Like that's a lot of work I got to do, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's, it's annoying to me because there's a people, they want you to dance. Everyone wants you to dance. They want you to do the elevator pitch. They want you to do your demo day thing. They, they've seen it on TV. Right. But when I, I was taking someone a task on clubhouse about this recently, um, they, they don't take the time. This is back to the human element to stop and ask me a question. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't get it right all the time, Janice, I don't get yeah. it right. Most of the time I'm a human, right? I've got other things going on and I'm not thinking about like, I, I don't need to be obsessed with how to dial into your personal idiosyncrasies. Like this is a two way street investor. You need me and I need you. Yeah. So you need to take the time. Like if I didn't vomit it all out in my 30 second elevator speech, ask me, ask me more. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they've scienced it to death. Um, and this applies to everything I feel like whether it's um startups thanks to what's that tv show shark tank um yeah shark tank Tank or um (laughs) or America's Got Talent or any any of these shows right there everybody's trying to like science it out and you can and they've done this with we've done this with music as well right it's all it's so electronic or every hit is the same hit because people stop playing album rock they stopped djs don't listen to records anymore that come from the labels they look at the charts that's what they do just so you guys know right so the reason everything feels canned and robotic is because it is and covid has helped us this is the best part there's a mind shift that was coming already but but code forced it and you've seen um you've seen people step back and want, they want the magic, right? Because we missed it. We missed this yeah. human con- human connection. Yeah. Right. It was more apparent than ever before is that we were short, short selling ourselves on something very basic, but incredibly necessary. We can't procreate unless we, <laughs> unless we have to be in the same room. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> You know, so anyways, t- yeah. sorry for the rant there. <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's really um, interesting. I think there is, you've, we've got so far to go in terms of parity, just, mm. you know, like fairness, core values. Uh, there's so much has happened, Me Too, Black Lives uh, right. Matter, all of this. Um, but we've still got so, so far to go. So, so you know, I really want to talk to you um, about... Um, enabling buyers to buy because I thought it was really interesting um, your view uh, on on this you know your your view on you know how you treat small you know treating your small customers in the same way as large customers I really wanted to get your view on that oh yeah and it's so funny people some people don't like it (laughs) (laughs) which is so interesting because they don't they don't want to connect you know yeah but we've we've learned that making evangelists is is the mission, not making a customer, right? So yeah. because an evangelist goes out and sells for you and they're yours for life. And I learned that in, in radio, right? That's that was my job on the air. I was really good at at well, I guess B to C is is that case. And part of that is by um being myself and, and reve- giving people that permission to get into a space with you that's surprising, right? So we've done this this today we we zigzagged a few different places right and that gives it gives people multiple access points number one when you Mm. open up conversations about the weather or where you live 
um, all those kinds of things, right? So finding what those touch points are. And it's not just a, a rote act of like discussing what you had for dinner. The common ground is the everything, it's the everything, right? And so when you know that that's, it's the not sell sell, right? Go in for the relationship with an objective to make the person work for you for free. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. With, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, knowing that's the well, deal. they want to, don't they? They, want, they want to. to. Yeah. Yeah. We have a 98% sales conversion, Janice, because mm -hmm. this is how we treat our customers before we meet them, after we meet them, um, how we treat each other internally in, in our team. Right. So we're constantly thinking about like life is hard. <laughs> Let's yeah. Let's whatever you're surrounded with, whether it's your job, as we mentioned earlier, whether it's the software you're buying to do your work, um, whether it's, you know, your friends or your family or your well, family, you don't have a lot of choice around. But like, you know, why not make it all something that makes you feel great? If you, and, and if it doesn't, it's not working. This isn't working. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, shift it, you know. Yeah. So. So can you tell me how you go about uh, that? Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the hard way is the way, right? So we, we do a combination of the, of the AI and then um, some manual things. So the first thing we do is we auto-generate all of our content. I don't care if I do a lot of podcasts. I don't care if there's two listeners or 20,000. This is content for me, and I'm going to use it as lead gen. So I'm going to ask you for the file. Yeah. We're going to put it through the AI. The AI is going to clip up all the cool things we said. We're going to publish them out over time, a, a drip feed. I've taught my staff to add in the human elements. Like I gave them a guideline of my voice, basically, yeah. which is also our brand voice. We publish it across our, our employee channels. So it's a syndication across the whole team right? Because we're, we're stronger together. And then we watch you like, share, or comment, whoever does. Those are warm leads. They're not cold leads. Forget cold. It's cold. Yeah. Suck. Yeah. It's annoying. And then we have conversations about the weather, whatever else, get that common ground. And our KPI is the demo. So the demo has that 98% conversion rate. So we know that's what we need to get. Um, and as soon as we get, get you in there, then we can you know, move you along along the process. And again, the hard way is the way. Like we take the time to get to know you, to get to know your company, to train you on lately, <clears throat> like I've trained my staff, right? Mm. So there's a lot expected here. Um, and it works. And um, it's the, we believe it's the new way, you know, cold calls, cold emails. That's, me. I mean, I think that's really interesting that this is the way to go, actually really identifying who is your sweet spot and having that process where they almost self-identify that this is for them and all you're doing is leading them along a journey so that you do get that 98% success rate. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're hot by the time we get them, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I absolutely, we're going to have to get you on again. There's so I'd love to. much for us to talk I would love about. to. <laughs> I know, I'm so sorry. For us to talk about. No, <laughs> don't be sorry. It's been absolutely um, brilliant. Just um, a quick one. Uh, if you're on a desert island on your own, what's one thing you take with you, Kate? Oh boy, I I, I guess I would say um, garlic. <laughs> garlic. <laughs> I should probably say something more sentimental, like my husband. You know. <laughs> Do you know? I suppose it's um, it's therapeutic, isn't it? It's, it's medicine. It's food, and yeah. Well, you know. There's, there's something in garlic, isn't there? And you might walk. <laughs> 
ward away the insects or something. Like, yeah. That would be a, quite a good one, actually, Kate. <laughs> Note to self, don't get lost in a desert island. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how can listeners get hold of you? Thank you so much, Janice. I have loved meeting you. Um, we're at www.lately.ai. I'm on LinkedIn at, at uh, Kate Bradley, linkedin.com slash Kate Bradley. Please connect with me. Tell me that you met me at, at here with Janice and um, I'll be, I, you know, we'll become fast friends and I won't try to sell you anything. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you for being a guest on Scale Yourselves podcast, Kate. It's been an absolute pleasure. I really loved it. Thank you for sharing and being so honest. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Scale Your Sales. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter, Janice B. Gordon, to comment and share. I'd love it if you would leave a review on ratethispodcast.com slash scaleyoursales. Please subscribe for more weekly expert insights to scale your sales.